and welcome back. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Rox. And this is our podcast. Live, laugh, love the podcast. Hey, here we Hold go. Hold on tight, everyone. It's the last week before school. Oh. Oh. What have you got to do, Rox? You got to live, laugh, love. Oh, yes. I tell you what, when those kids go back next week, I'll be live, laugh, loving and lounging. I'll be laughing <laughs> while laying flat, my friend. I'd literally just said to you, when they go back to school next week, I'm taking one day to just lay horizontal. Okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Thank you for choosing to come and listen to us once again. We've got all your favourite features coming up. Dial a Dilemma, Date Night Diaries, Confessions of a Housekeeper, Living with a Southerner, One Line Wonders and Name That Sound. There's loads of features Ooh, now, isn't there? We're all about the features, my friend. Looks like we know what we're doing these days. <laughs> so much so, you better have all oh, voted for us. Oh, in the Listener's Choice Award at the British Podcast Awards. Guys, this is your last chance. I do believe, Mark, this is the last week, isn't it? It's the last week This is the last vote. chance, everyone. This is the last episode that will go out where everyone gets the chance to vote. So if you haven't, please go and do it. The link is in the description of the podcast and you have to verify the email. And we would appreciate it greatly because oh, we want to carry on doing this. So we, would love we won't it. go on this time, though, because we've got to get straight into making you... Live, laugh, and love, hopefully today. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we have had a lot of emails off of uh, the back of last week's episode of people sending in things that they collect. Oh! So obviously oh. we talked about my collection of coins last week. Uh, <laughs> and my Pokemon card, uh, you know, that's 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 been an, an ongoing conversation now all week. I've been and bought some Pokemon cards this week. I'm feeling like I'm starting... My new collection. He's re reignited his passion for oh, collecting oh, I have. like cards and coins. I, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I've seen you you've been jolly this week. It's Thank been you. lovely to see you happy again. Thank you very Chasing much. Chasing that Charizard through town. Oh I'll be, yes. I'll be honest, I sort of know the lingo now, so I'm I'm trying my hardest. I still don't really care, to be honest, but you know. <laughs> well, we've also had uh, a few people sending things that they collect, photos. I've had a lovely photo of someone that collects vinyl records. Ooh. Your Dad loves a bit of a vinyl what, record, what, doesn't he? What, what microphone checkup? That's not actually. That's a DJ, isn't it? <laughs> I was trying to do a scratchy DJ sound, but it turns out I'm awful at that. Yep. So that one is uh, a no go. Um, we have also had somebody sending a photo of their shot glass collection. Oh, good. That's a good thing. She collects shot glasses. I know a few people yeah. who, like, when they go to a different country, they buy a shot glass. I like that. That's a cute little collection. They're small to keep as well. Yeah, I think, you know? I, I think that's a good one. Yeah. So thank you very much for everyone sending in. I've had lots of emails about it, things you collect, so thank you so much for letting us know. Um, but yes, as we talked about at the start of today's episode... The kids go back to school. Back to school. I feel like... I don't know if they've gone back yeah. in America sooner or, or where you are in the country. I don't know. But our kids go back. Our kids go back next oh, week. Oh, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, it is the week where I feel like I'm... I love my children to absolute the utmost, but I feel like I'm crawling to the end. Yeah, yeah. I'm crawling to the finish line of 24-hour parenting. It's... I mean, it was We're school. nearly there. Yeah. We're nearly there. Oh. I'm I just, just want I want all the parents in the playground to do like that Hunger Games thing where you all stick your hand in the air. Just like <laughs> that, that, that moment where you all just stood there going, we made it. 
We made it through another summer. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> Blimey. Well, I mean, I'm tired. I can't feel my neck, my, my, my lower back. I just, I'm trying to do child things and I'm older. I'm a bit older now, aren't I? <laughs> the, the thing that I really struggle with, though, I'll be honest, is I, I'm trying to... I, I, I'm trying to make the kids excited to going back to school. I keep yeah. talking to them both, being like, oh, it's school in a week, and try and be all positive about it, where, I'll be honest, yeah, I hated school. I, uh, I absolutely hated school. Ditto. I never got on with it. And I feel really bad, because I'm, I, I'm no. trying to like encourage, like, oh, it'd be really cool, oh, what are you going to learn this year? And yeah. you're going up another year. Going to see your friends. Oh, you know, it's going to be I'm, really good. I, yeah, mm. I, I'm... I'm lying. <laughs> why did you hate? Why did you hate school? Uh, so, so you know what? Primary school, I yeah. loved. My, my memories of primary school was amazing. Uh, the teachers were great. The school was amazing. Um, they were the ones that uh, helped me find out I was dyslexic. They oh, were the right. ones that first identified my dyslexia. Yeah. The teachers there were amazing. I've got nothing but good things to say about primary school. It was secondary school. Oh. Secondary school for me. I absolutely detested. Did you? Was you bullied? Was you? Why, why did you hate it? It was just not academic, like because I don't, I wasn't. But you know what? It, it, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not academic. Like I, I didn't do not very... in a traditional sense. You are clever. You're a very clever boy. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think everyone's clever at, at, at certain things. Yeah, everyone's good at something in life, and it depends what it is. But academically, I struggled. But it wasn't just that. I never really felt like I fit at school. Right. Not not at secondary school. Uh, and I don't know why. I mean, I was I was quite... <laughs> the thing that surprises, I think, of most people when I say this is I was quite timid at school. Was you? I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't as tall as I am today. Obviously, I'm six foot eight. Obviously, I was a child. But I wasn't, like, even the tallest in my class. Right. I was kind of, like, average height. And I was a bit... You know, I had a bit of weight. I wasn't, I wasn't big, but I no. had, like, what you used to call puppy fat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I you're like at that age, like teenage, like going from a, a boy to a, probably a teenager, right? Everyone yeah. has that, your hormones all going crazy and stuff. But I, I struggled terribly because I was timid, because of, uh, I think, because I was carrying a little bit of weight. Uh, and we we was poorer than the other children. I, I, I was poorer than the other kids in the, my class, basically. Really? What, what do you mean? Why? Was you not from the, like... Most of the kids that went to my school lived on like the, the brand new oh, estate. Right, okay. And all their parents drove expensive cars uh, and they all had big houses. Right. Where the street, which I grew up on, was absolutely beautiful and yeah. lovely, but there was no one else on my street that went to my school. Right. So I wasn't okay. with any of my friends. And so I, I don't know how much of an effect that had, but I feel like it did. Yeah. And I got, I got terribly bullied at school. Did absolutely you? Absolutely. Terribly bullied, yeah. What, like, but bad? Uh, it must be hard for boys, though. Because I, I, at secondary school, I went to, like, an all-girls school, mm. right? And it was fiery, but I was quiet. I kept my head down. I, I just, I, I was very timid. I didn't say much. I didn't do much. I was dyslexic as well. So... I mean, the bullying I used to get for being thick was was... But, but you're not thick. But I was I was in fairly low classes for most things. Right. And I was dyslexic. Yeah. But at school, I hid that I was dyslexic. So w the extra time in exams, the support you would get, the extra like classes you could go to, I turned it all down and, and struggled because of the embarrassment of all the other children knowing. 
because really? they used to just call me thick. Oh. And, I, and I was just like, I'm not thick, I'm not thick. And they were like, oh. You're not thick? Why do you go to special classes? I'm like, I don't, I don't. So I turned it all down. Oh, no. And just tried to like revise at home. Right. And do it all at home so I didn't have to go to them classes. And I never really made any friends at school. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I remember when I, when we used to do PE. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, when I used to take my top off to get changed into my PE kit, oh. the other kids had a game where they would sl- see how hard they could slap me. <gasps> Are you joking? And it was like a game who could get like the reddest handprint on me. Oh my God, no. And I was too frightened to, like, I was quite timid. I didn't, I was too frightened to like fight back and I used to just pretend it didn't hurt. Oh, oh, Mark. That's really sad. Yeah, I really. Because you're not, you're, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. You, I mean, the whole time I've known you, you've never, you've, you, I didn't you're have, not... I, yeah, I, I struggled with friends at school. I remember it like, at, at playtimes and lunchtimes and stuff, I just used to, it was quite a big like campus. So I just used to like walk around the whole campus on my own. Oh. I'd always pretend I was going somewhere. Like there was like, oh, where are you going? Like, oh, I've just got to go and see a teacher. And I wouldn't, I was just doing like laps of the grounds. Oh my god! Just because I, I didn't really have, that. yeah, I didn't really have friends. Uh, but do you know what I think? I think the thing is, back then, dyslexia was like, you—it's a thick. You're thick, like because mm. I, I was told I was thick, but mm. it, but you're not. You're creatively learning a different way. You, you see the world differently. Yeah, you do. It's <clears> an actual <throat> gift. I always say this to all the kids that come to like when we have book signings or yeah, you know. I always say to them, "You don't have a disability. You've got an ability. You have the ability to see something better. You have the ability to like learn or create. Like most of the most creative people in the world." are dyslexic or have very successful businesses or create movies and things like that. Like, it's so hard because I feel like your dyslexic journey was totally different to, like, what mine was. And But it sounds like you've really struggled with that. I mean, yeah. At secondary school, it was bad. And I think think that's what's so good about schools or, you know, most of the schools that I've dealt with in today's world, how far they've come. But differences in, in any sense back then were just really picked on. I was picked on because I had a bit of weight. I was called fat. Yeah, but, but uh, bullying uh, for I was any thick yeah. because I wasn't in top classes. I remember non-uniform days were like, Hell, I, 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 I feared more than anything non-uniform days because everyone would have new trainers and I didn't. And everyone would be like, why are you wearing them? And it was, it was on, I used to dread it. I, sometimes I used to go in in my uniform and pretend I forgot because it was easier than trying to go in in my own clothes. Oh my goodness. It was absolutely dreadful. And I, and I don't speak to anyone from school. I've, I've, I've never kept in contact with anyone. Um, I didn't know it was that that hardcore for you. Yeah, I, I never knew that. I knew you, you know, I know the dyslexic journeys are really hard and I meet a lot of people who struggle just to parent a child with dyslexia or even if you've got dyslexia and your children have it, mm. learning is incredibly hard. But I didn't know... It was like that intense. Yeah, I, you know what? I had amazing, amazing like support network outside of school, like family and that. Yeah, but just school was was not good. Um, and I left. I didn't do sixth form. And I remember get, getting bullied because I wasn't staying on because everyone else in my what? class was staying on to do sixth form, and I left to go to college. And the college I went to was like uh, in the middle of uh, a <clears throat> well, like a K 
council estate area. Like it was yeah. a, it wasn't an affluent area right. where the college was I was going to. And I got bullied because of that, because I was going to a college in like a, you know, not the best area. So, um, was it a good And I'll college? be honest, the two years I spent in college were the best two years of, of education I had anywhere. Really? Because I got there and everyone was equal. Yeah. Everyone was like on a level. It didn't matter that you didn't have the latest trainers or how much money you was. It didn't matter your background. Everyone just treated you on a level. And I would say college was kind of the place where it made me who I am today, if that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I feel like I feel like it's hard, isn't it, in this day and age as well with like kids going in and train, like trainers <clears throat> going in in the latest kit, your mum yeah. and dad's got this car or whatever, like... It's so sad that that still is. If you're if you're sending your kid into school next week, maybe have a conversation with them and say, "Look, don't judge people because of what they've got on their feet." What I they, think schools what they are so much like. better though now. I think schools are. schools have come such a long way in in sort of helping navigate that. Yeah. Um, but college was amazing for me. I, I just I met people that that was real and it, it was amazing. But then I went to university and it was like going back to school for me. Because. <gasps> I remember being in uni and it became a big deal that I was the only one of, I think there was me and one other person on the whole course that went to state school. Everyone else went to private school at my uni. Oh, right. And everyone, it was like a big deal that I I was like, they were like, you went to state school? And I was like, uh, yeah. What, what's that? And they were like, you didn't go to private school? I was like, I didn't know the difference. I was None. just like, uh, I went to school. Yeah. Um, and I struggled academically terribly. At university. As if, like, with dyslexia, you don't struggle enough. Like, it's hard enough to, like, get into school, get into, like, <clears throat> And learning. I did really well, yeah, because obviously I went to do, like, graphic design, and mm. I did really well to get in because creatively I was, you know, I was good at that. But yeah. the academic side of university, I really struggled with. The tutors of the university didn't really like me. I struggled to get on with them. They were privately school educated. Everyone was, like, private, and I was like... Oh, my goodness. I... I did not know that this was that intense for you. Yeah. And that's really sad because... And that's why I struggle now with the kids to go like, oh, school's going to be amazing. And their school is amazing. And they actually both love going to school. Yeah. But it's just my own internal guilt. Yeah. Because I can't can't relate to... I mean, I can at primary school. Primary school is amazing. But it just got tainted by so many years of terrible school after. But but Mark, what now, I would say, is you have gone on to create some incredible things visually I mean it explains like visually you create videos you create ideas you're the most intelligent well I think you're the most intelligent person I know and that's why I married you but I I genuinely genuinely feel like without that hardship you wouldn't be like you wouldn't have that baby now we wouldn't have put this all together and created I don't know, like such a lovely entertainment thing that we enjoy doing that. And you were able to now take your kids to school like every day because of what happened. You, We take the children to school and we pick them up. And you know what? It's really weird. It it gave me like a fire in my belly to prove everyone wrong. Yeah. It gave me like, when when I was being bullied for being thick, I was like, I'm going to show all you. I I, I remember that early on. You never let anyone like, it never got to like... You never let anyone, like, tear you down. You just always was like, no. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, like if a, like, I remember a kid hit me in a maths class once. He punched me in a maths class. What? I, I don't know why. 
and like it hurt. I remember, I remember I got headbutted in history once. Mark, what? I got headbutted in a history lesson when the teacher went to toilet. Tell anyone? No, because if I did, I'd get worse. Get worse. Oh, I did. That's really harrowing. Like really sad. I never knew that. But it shocked me. It it it. I didn't let it bother me in a sense of like I was just like. I'm going to prove everyone wrong. I'm going to I'm going to prove these people wrong. I, I always had like an old head on me, and I was always just like, I'm only going to be at this school for five years, and then I'm going to prove all these people wrong. You do have an old head on you, and that, and that's why you know what, and that's why I've always had so much fire in my belly with everything we've done with Lad Baby because I'm like, I really want to achieve things, and I want to I want to make a difference, I want to make people laugh, I want to make people smile. And people still tear you down. People will still always mm. come at you. But that's why I like doing Lad Baby, because it makes people smile. Yeah. And when the kids come up... Yeah. No, don't get upset. That's that's why I like it, because I know know what it's like when... when... We've met a few kids that have been bullied. Yeah, we we meet kids at book signings and they come through and they say they've been bullied. Yeah, or they have dyslexia and they've been told they can't do something. Or even they just, because the way they look or, you know, like... Just and that's why when they talk to me about videos, I'm like, amazing. Amazing that these kids watch the videos. Yeah. And, and that's why I've always got in my mind that kids watch our videos so that they're safe for kids to watch. And yeah. You shouldn't judge people for what you always, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I feel like if there's anything in life right now, like if you're going back to school, if your kids are going back to school, you've got anxiety about it or whatever, like Mark is proof as, as, as I am that, you know, you can do... The utmost best in life with whatever you ability you things. have. Yeah, you got to find what you're good at in life. Find it and then go hell for leather with it. Everyone's, That's what my opinion. everyone's good at, at things. Yeah, everyone. and it might not be academically. Do you know what I mean? No, but most, like I said, I didn't do well in any GCSEs. I scraped by at uni, uh, you know. But when I got into the real world and I started going to, a, I, got, I got myself a job, and you know, yeah. I, I just went hell for leather with everything I went for, and I did. My sister. A week before all of my exams, sat me down and basically put me in a subject boot camp and went, <laughs> she had the ability, she's so intelligent, she had the ability to remember everything. Mm. She basically offloaded what was in her brain into mine, made me remember it yeah. so that I could at least just pass my exams to leave my school. Yeah. And I Amazing. will forever be grateful for that. Yeah. Because she 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 basically helped me pass all my exams. And and that was me. You know, the only reason I, I got grades was because of my mum and dad. Like, that, that, yeah. you know, outside of school, them helping me revise and learn and the, the effort yeah. they put in. Uh, because without that, I would have struggled even more. Yeah. Um, so outside of school, it was it was great, but it was just the school life. Um, oh, school life is, it, it is something you have to learn. I feel like... Um, I really can't relate. You know, when you meet people and they go, oh, school, oh, best years of your life. Yeah, reminisce. I, I hear that so, no. best years of your life. I hear it all the time. And I'm like, it, it wasn't for me. No, starting a job was the best 20... In my 20s, well, 18 onwards after uni, starting my job was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because I learned literally... More than I learned anything. I, you do, I do feel like you should go to school. You should definitely. When people go, you don't want to do this, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I went to work, practically things to get by in life, like I learned how to do a presentation. I learned how to like be with people, like social business, skills. And, social, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like I went straight to London, straight to work. And I, 
it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I understood the world for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had to go through a few jobs before you got there, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we all... <laughs> We know I couldn't hold down a job in my my teens. I wasn't a part timer. That's the thing. I'm You're always full time or nothing. I'm, I'm a full time. I'm full time or nothing. <laughs> go hard or go home. That was literally my motto, and I did. I went home. I went, went home. I, a no, lot. I didn't. You got sent but I home a you lot. You, I went home, but no. Basically, in my twenties, I went hard. I worked hours and hours. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I agree. Work life, I mean, was so much better. I mean. Working at Asda, I always say it was like the best years of my life. <laughs> That's where I made most of my friends yeah. of, that I still have today. Yeah. The, the years I worked at Asda, I'm still closest with them than what I am with anyone from school, uni, college, whatever. People in the work life mm. is who I made closest friends yeah. with. I was an art director and I, I basically learned on the job and I, I got really good at it, but I worked... And I just worked my butt off yeah. for, for years and years and years and years. And then I met you. But I, it was just so, one of the best memories of my life. And I, I honestly travelled with it. And I partied so hard as well. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to just go out and come back in. Now I later go straight to work. What the? I don't That's even what prepared know. us for being parents, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that was. It was. That, do you know what? You're right. That that taught me how to stay up all night with kids. Well, <laughs> guys, if your kids are going to school this week, send them all the love and wishes from me and Rox. And we'd love to hear what, what you guys had ex experiences from school. Did you enjoy yeah. school? Did you not? For you, was it the best years of your life? Or did you hate it? Yeah. I, I, I feel like a lot of people hate it, but they're just they're caught in this best years of your life. Everyone just... Reminisces. I, d I don't. I just don't reminisce. I'm just glad that I did it. I got through it. And that was it. Never having to do PE again is <laughs> the best thing about being an adult. <laughs> and now we just have to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can go to the gym now. But I mean, have you ever been forced to play rugby? <laughs> Uh, being forced to play rugby at PE is the most terrifying thing in the entire world. I got netball and hockey, mate. Being hit with them hockey sticks. Yeah, but if you're what being, was that if you're me? being bullied and then you've got to play rugby, oh, it's just like an excuse for <gasps> all the kids to take you down. Did they do that? Yeah. I used oh to... no! Don't tell me things like Honestly, this. Honestly, rugby for me was like hot potato. I, I used to, they used to <laughs> throw it to me. I just used to throw it straight away. <laughs> I knew that throwing it forward was a foul, so I used to throw it forward every time. <laughs> and everyone would have a go at me, and then they wouldn't pass to me, and that was ideal. Because then you didn't get beaten up. Because then they couldn't take me out. So they used to throw the ball to me, and I'd throw it forward, and they'd go, oh, God, I forgot, sorry. Oh. And so then I just used to run backwards and forwards for the whole, like, lesson, just so not having the ball, so I didn't get, like, taken I down. I wish I had gone to your school, because I feel like I would have, you Bullied know... me. I would have beaten up two children <laughs> for you. I wouldn't have beaten them up, but you know what I mean. I'll tell you the best day of my life. Go on. At school. The best day of my life. It had been snowing, right? <laughs> the whole field was full of snow. And uh, oh. I went out and I built, I got this snowball. And you know, and you hold a snowball for ages and you really go tight and really tight and it turns into like a lump of ice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd done that for what felt like the whole break, right? And then everyone was in the field. It was like, you know, Carnage, everyone's throwing snowballs. Yeah, obviously, snow day. Biggest, like, bully. Mm. I've got a good aim. You went in. 
or went in across the field. You iced him. Launched it, back of his head. Oh, <gasps> Mate, he swung round so quick. Didn't know who it was. I got away with it. <laughs> got away with it, honestly. Oh, yo. I, I was... I was so happy. That was like the most outrageous thing I ever did at school. And he was like hunting for like, hey, who did it? Who did it? Asking everyone. Like, never got me for it. There was a six foot girl at our school, right? She was six foot tall and she was honestly the strongest woman I've ever met. Yeah. And I want, she was an absolute rebel too. Right. right? So if she kicked off, it's all going it was down. Carnage. Yeah. I once watched her. We had like this music, <laughs> like this music class, right? right? But it was in one of those outdoor, like, you know, like mobile home, you know, like when you have a school and it has like an outdoor bit. Right. It yeah. was outdoors, right. right? So we went in, went into this little, like, it's not like a shack, it was like a music hut. Yeah, yeah, called. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the teacher, <laughs> she was, she had been brought in as like one of them supply, yeah. supply teacher. Right. This, this six-foot girl decided she didn't like her, right. right? Straight away. The teacher went, sit down, please. And she went, no. She took off her shoe, the six-foot girl, right. and threw it at the teacher's head. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? The teacher, supply teacher, was like, I've just been hit in the head by a kicker's. Would, you know the kicker's show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a big sew on it. Yeah, she yeah. threw it at his Honestly, Mark, I've never witnessed such carnage. The pl honestly, it, and my, she was a nightmare. This girl, what a ledge! I, I, I was so scared of her. She was like, I mean, I sound height. scared of the situation. Just being in the room would have scared me. At she that was age. like your height, but yeah, your yeah, yeah. width too. Yeah, she was incredible, incredibly scary. <laughs> and the teachers would be like, "Okay, whatever you wish." Like she, whatever she said, she just got did. what she wants. Oh, well, guys. Anyway. <laughs> We if, hope you have a great if, week at if school. You're, if you're a six-foot uh, <laughs> woman that went to Rox's school and you want to throw a shoe at someone's I'm head... I'm not going to say the name. No, but if if she's listening and you know it's you, then do let us <laughs> let us know right in. Tell us about your experience and whether it was your left so, shoe or your right shoe. I've, I've spent a long time trying to forget that moment in my life. Ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Right, are you ready for the first feature, Rox? I'm ready. Do you have a dilemma? some help with a problem dial a dilemma hey. oh i've got a good one today i'm excited hi mark and rocks firstly i want to say thank you for all that you do and i love the podcast oh it's been a great you. source of comfort for me and keeps me laughing lovely my husband is in the military and he is on his first deployment Legend. He's left when he left when our daughter was eight months old and will be away until she's 17 months old wow he has been feeling left out because he's missing all of her milestones. Mm. He's a wonderful father and I want him to feel more involved. We FaceTimed when we we FaceTime when we can, but with the different time zones, it can be challenging. Mm. I'd love some advice that you have. Thank you so much, Emily. Oh Emily, Emily. this is a tough one because that age is full of milestones, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. But it took me back, Mark, to when you were working. And do you remember our eldest, you I wasn't on deployment, but I was, you working wasn't in, on deployment. I was working in London, so it felt like it. Well, you'd leave like 5am and then you'd get yeah. home probably 15 minutes yeah. before Phoenix went to bed. Yeah. 
And you would miss, well, you missed a lot of yeah, Phoenixes yeah, yeah. growing Phoenix up. Did, yeah. so you had quite a few jobs. So I used to, uh, the one thing I would say, Emily, is film. Everything, record everything. I was going to say exactly the WhatsApp same thing. WhatsApp is your favourite friend. Send, I, I mean, I always like filmed just him walking or eating or whatever. Even if there was no talking in it or nothing, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. just send it to you, when I, I? When, Yeah, when Phoenix was tiny and I was working long hours, Rox would send me like little just 10 second videos all day. Yeah. Of like Phoenix just taking a mouthful of strawberry or (laughs) trying to walk or throwing a car. Or playing with a Buzz Lightyear. Like there wasn't really much in it, but it used to just lift you. Rox used to send me nappies that was like explosive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. And go, oh, he's still missing us. And then send us nappies and (laughs) things like that. I think the one thing that's amazing about mobile phones is that everyone's got a camcorder in their hand now. Yeah. So... Just record everything. And I'd also say things that I loved was, um, I think it's like, uh, this is not a plug, but you can buy them bears, like build a bear or whatever, where you can put a voice in in, and then you click the hand and it goes, hello, like it it will say their voice. I always had... Like Mark did a, a a bear of himself and he yeah. had a little voice in it and the boys loved it. Yeah. And it was just something that a baby would probably take to if, you know, teddy bears are cuddly and stuff and just give him that comfort. I'll tell you what you can do. Uh, uh, what you can do, I think this would be a really cool idea, is set up a YouTube account. <laughs> this isn't a joke. Set up a <laughs> YouTube account, but set it to private, okay? Right. And Emily can log in. Yeah. And she can give her... Fell of the login as well. Yeah. And the account's set as private and all the videos will be private. Oh, so no one else so can no see So no one it. else can see it if you don't want them to. But just upload videos all day into this YouTube oh, account. that's a nice idea. And then when he has the time, he can just log in and watch them. Yeah. Uh, and then he can also upload videos maybe of himself saying hello or doing whatever he's doing. He can upload them. And then you can then play them back on your telly. Of course. To... The baby. That's so then the baby idea. will get to see their dad and get used to seeing him and hearing his voice. And it'll be in the living room with you. And it'll be in the living room. <laughs> yeah. And get him like get him like reading a bedtime story or reading a, you know, a nursery rhyme. Yeah, that's get him really to upload cute. it set it to private and then you can play them to the baby and vice versa. And then when you get a bit older, like us and the baby's like seven or eight and going back to school, you can go through your little private YouTube and cry. Yeah, you'll have have them all there as like a little memory and you can go back and go, oh, look, look, look. remember when I sent you that they had a poon army in Tesco car park? (laughs) That's one thing I love about what we've done with the lab baby videos over the time. I mean, it's been seven years now, but when I look back at like when the boys were one or two or three and the different points of our life and the different stages they were going through and the things you hacked, like I still, and even now the boys will watch those little videos because they're so lovely. Like we're in a totally different phase of life now, but it's so nice to look back on. Yeah. You might not like it now, but honestly, and they'll always be there. It. And you know what? Yeah. Everyone takes videos and you save them on your phone, but you don't always. When you want to watch it, it's hard to find it. Where on YouTube, even if it counts private, you can go in there, type in what you called it, and it'll bring it straight up. And it's like an easy way of like doing a, a video diary, even just yeah. on a private mode. So I think that's a good one. I think we've actually helped their rocks. I I feel like we have. Emily. I hope Emily sending you all the love and, you know, just stick with it and big, and big you up for doing that. To your fella on deployment 
absolute legend. I hope he listens to the podcast. Yeah. And if you could get him to vote at the podcast. <laughs> Stop it. At the British busy, podcast. <laughs> He's busy. Well, he's always here for a plug, this one. <laughs> uh, Emily, thank you so much. If you have got a dilemma that you would like me and Rox to actually help, we helped yeah, today. That was I a good feel one. Like we have. Do get in touch on the ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your date night diaries. Woo! Date night. I've got a cracking one. Oh, oh, I've got a great one today. Please tell us. I need a laugh. It's it's a little bit long, so right, here we go. Okay. Hi, Mark and Rocks. Here's my date night story. Ooh. So during the first lockdown, my friend got me speaking to one of her friends. He was a teacher in a school and we started texting each other and he seemed really nice. Great start. Okay. Great start. As we came to the end of the first lockdown, the government had introduced the Eat Out to Help Out scheme. So we decided to go on a day date for some food and then see where the night took us. Okay. Ooh, Straight like out of it. lockdown, I've got a date, they're going out. Uh, I was really excited and had butterflies about meeting him. But Uh-oh. I had a problem. Oh, no. I have a health condition that means I get abscesses in really awkward places. Oh, no. So ahead of the date, I contacted my doctor so he could prescribe me with some antibiotics. She's thought ahead. She's thought, She's thought ahead. ahead. That's fine. Cut to the date, uh, and we have just ordered our first drink and we're sat waiting for them to arrive at our table. I get a text from my doctor uh, asking me to send him a picture of my recent abscess. Right. FYI. It was on my, it was right on the inside of my thigh, close to my, <gasps> you know what. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can feel what's going to happen. Now, <laughs> I had decided not to shave my lower area because it was only a first date. And if I had wanted to do anything more, this would have stopped me doing anything further with Good the teacher. Good strategy. I like the strategy. That's She's thought stra- about it. She's thought about it. So I headed off to the toilet to take a picture to send to my doctor. Like you do on a date. <laughs> but whilst I was doing so, I got a text from my date <laughs> telling me the drinks had arrived at the table. So I quickly took the picture, sent it to my doctor, washed my hands and walked back to the table, only to find my date very red-faced. Oh, no. He says... Do you send pictures like that all the time or just on first dates? Oh, my God. That is a scorcher. <gasps> I don't I've... even, I can't even laugh. It's that bad. I mean, just sending a picture of the wrong area is enough, let alone. Just... Oh, you poor thing. It's okay. I wanted Please the ground to me. swallow me up. Turns out I'd sent my hairy nude abscess to him and not my doctor. Oh! Oh! After I explained everything, he saw the funny side and couldn't, and was nearly crying with laughter. <laughs> Sounds like a nice guy. Two years later, we're still hey! together. Hey! Oh, I love it when you crack into a, five years later, we're married. <laughs> Seven years later, I've got five kids. Like, that just... Two years later, they're still together. See? Awkward dates are where it's at. Well, where it's at is sending him a nude picture on the first date. That got it over the line, didn't it? Do you want to see my abscess? (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel that has the ring to it, really. Oh, oh, oh. 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 
<laughs> oh, God. I'll be honest. That That is a cracking story, isn't it? It really is. Uh, if you have got a date night story, I've, I'm, I'm almost speechless. I don't even know how to comment on it. Have you, I don't know if I've ever accidentally said, I've never sent any bad photos like that. Like, you know, people think, like send no. their boobs or send their for JJ. I just have never done it. I once sent a text message, <laughs> like being horrible about my boss. <gasps> to your boss. To my boss by mistake. Ooh. I thought I was sending it one of my mates. Because they both text me, and I was, I was probably like, oh, I've just got to answer this. Uh, and I wrote something horrible and then sent it. And then, like, almost as I press send, I was like, oh, my God! <gasps> Did the whole thing. Airplane mode. Back in the day, you know, we could take your battery out of your phone. Stop! Took the battery out of the back of your mobile. You didn't! I was like, oh, did it send? Did it send? And it did send. So then I quickly fired another one going, <laughs> lol, only joking. And tried to cover it up like I was cracking a joke. I got away with it, to be fair. I think he knew, but... Did you? <laughs> it, was never, it was never brought up. Do you know what I mean? It was never brought up. <laughs> I've always had, like, an odd autocorrect, but, I've got, I've got an autocorrect coming up. Have you? Yeah, not, <gasps> They're my favourite. It's later. It's later. Oh. Um, if you have got a date night story that you would like to share with us, please, please do get in touch on the Lad Baby Podcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Favourite time of the show. Oh. This is Confessions of a Housekeeper. <laughs> it's a good one. Why is it a good one? Oh, hey, is it, it's not... it might be my favourite. What? It might be my favourite one we've ever done. Really? Because you just don't see it coming. So this this isn't from a housekeeper. This is a hotel experience that that people, someone had while staying in a hotel. Right. Come on, tell me. Many years ago, I went on a couple's holiday with a friend of mine and his current girlfriend with my current girlfriend. Right. We had gone to Corfu for th- for a three week holiday. Okay. Nice. Lovely. Three weeks in Corfu. Right. Thanks, I will. Yeah. Uh, we. <laughs> the place <laughs> that we made you laugh. <laughs> I thought I'd never been Corfu. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the place we stayed was amazing. Uh, and as you can imagine, myself and my friend made a daily attempt to drink our own body weight in alcohol. Well, there you go. As you know, when you drink a lot of alcohol for several days, it has an effect on your digestive system. <laughs> my friend had also pla- my friend had planned to propose to his girlfriend on the holiday and had spent a couple of grand on a beautiful engagement ring. Oh, Ooh, lovely, so, romantic. Romantic. It's the perfect dream. Corfu backdrop, he's going to propose. Lovely. This particular night, we'd said our goodnights and went off to our respective rooms to retire. In the morning, my hotel uh, phone rang, and when I answered it, it was my mate. His voice sounded rather strained. And asked me if I'd meeting meet him in the restaurant. I could hear his girlfriend crying in the background, asking if my girlfriend would go round to their room. So I headed off to meet my mate, and my girlfriend headed round to their room. Oh no! What's happened? When I got to the restaurant, my mate was looking a bit sheepish, thinking the worst about his planned proposal. I inquired, "Was everything okay?" To my surprise. It wasn't that the engagement had gone wrong. <laughs> what? 
What's going? Where is this going? To my surprise, my friend informed me that during the night he had soiled himself in the bed. Not only had he soiled himself, but he'd also got it all over his girlfriend, who was obviously in the bed. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. What? But she hadn't woken up. What? So he got up, went to the bathroom, cleaned himself up, returned to the room, (laughs) and then slept the rest of the night on the balcony. Eventually, when his girlfriend woke up in the morning... She was mortified at the mess. But my quick-thinking mate told her that she had pooed the bed. (gasps) No! (laughs) Oh, that's disgusting. Sworn to secrecy, I vowed to never mention it to to his girlfriend. To this day. She thinks she soiled herself. They are still together. They are married with kids. I was the best man at the wedding and still she thinks she soiled herself on their holiday. Well, I hope she's listening because that is cruel. What a legend. That is not a legend. That is despicable. What a legend. Who does that? He pooed the bed, (laughs) got up, cleaned himself up and then made her think she had pooed the bed. That's That's beyond, that's beyond disgusting. That man should be ashamed of himself because if she'd have found out he'd done that, she wouldn't have married him. I wouldn't have married you if you made me think that I'd pooed myself in Corfu. That is the the best story I've ever heard. (laughs) That is incredible. That poor woman. That is incredible. To wake up and think that it was you. And to spend a lifetime thinking that you'd had too much on holiday and pooed the bed. I just got to understand. <laughs> I don't think I've ever pooed myself in bed, asleep. I mean, Surely you feel it. Come in. Yeah, I've, I've never... I mean, I've never just had one slip out. No. I've... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you didn't say. You didn't say. Oh, is that the time? That, <laughs> what's, what's the next what? feature, guys? You did not convince him. <laughs> <clears throat> Please tell me you've not booed on me. Weather's been terrible at the minute, hasn't it? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm dead. No. I'm dead. No, I've never, I've never, <laughs> I've never pooed the bed. I'll tell you one of the funniest stories I ever saw witness. I was at a football game once and saw a steward poo himself. <laughs> what? One of them stewards that wears the high Yeah, piece? that wears... What? Yeah. He was, was in a cubicle in the bloke's toilet screaming for someone to get him some clean trousers at a football game. Where are they going to get them from? I'll always remember his walk as he walked out, walking like he had pooed himself, and everyone like Did giving him like a go- giving him like a guard of honour as he walked through the because he was making such a drama of it. He should have just left and not told anyone. And he told he was like screaming for trousers, and then everyone <laughs> applauded him. And I won't tell you what they sung, but you can probably guess. Um, but yeah, so. I'm done. I am done. 
Oh, that's really made my face ache. Great. I've, I've laughed today, my friend. So that is the confessions of wow. a housekeeper. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you have ever pooed yourself in bed or on holiday. <laughs> Don't tell us. Please do get in touch. <laughs> no. Don't send photos. Just tell us the story. Uh, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Oh. That's a good one, isn't it? I'm just, uh, yeah. Is it was. I just can't get over how you made someone believe they had pooed themselves. It's incredible. It's incredible it's work. It's the worst. It's That's quick the thinking. Wor- quick thinking. <laughs> One absolute legend. Just own up. I'm so sorry I pooped myself in the night no. and I couldn't wake you up. What do you mean she didn't wake up? What? Would you not smell it? <laughs> I've not got any more information, Rox. <laughs> I, 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 I need the information. <laughs> I wasn't there, thankfully. Um, yeah, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Right, rocks. The, well, the new feature. You, do, do you remember your little jingle? Yeah. Come on in. It's One Line Wonders. A whole sentence in one line. <laughs> I don't feel like you've got the, the, the jingle nailed yet. But well, it's freestyle, isn't it? It's a freestyle jingle. It's a one-liner. Uh, It'll so be th- different every week. I mean, with so many one-liners, they're absolute great. These, so, these actually, this feature is really stepping forward in my feature level because yeah. I feel like... It's a good little pick-me-up after Confessions of oh, a Housekeeper. Oh, so good. Yeah, so this week is uh, from a lovely uh, person called Selena. And she's said she's loving the podcast, but she has a mortifying one-liner. Oh. So for context, I feel like she, she said she's got to give us context. Uh, she's an antique dealer. Right. Ooh. And she was corresponding with a customer uh, <laughs> who had sent her a photo of an antique mantle clock. Right. So the, cus- this going? the customer had texted her saying, hi, I've got an antique mantle clock for sale. She replied... Now, clocks are my passion. I adore them. Except also correct, changed clock to cock. <laughs> clocks are my passion. So her, <laughs> that's not even the worst bit. No, there was more to the text. What? So autocorrects <laughs> sent her, now cocks are my passion. I adore them. The older, the better. Is it wind up or battery operated? <laughs> Amazing. That is one of the best <laughs> one-liners. Cocks are my... <laughs> she actually put the older the better. The older the better. Is it wind-up or battery-operated? She... <laughs> um, oh, that's She so said she never good. heard back from the customer. <laughs> that's incredible, isn't it? That is so good. I'll be um, telling that story if she texts me that. I'd have it blown up and put it on the wall just because it was funny. That is absolutely oh. amazing. So if oh, you... Oh, that's up there in the top five, love. Up there with the cheesecake and all that. Oh. I've got so many good ones coming. Really? Honestly, honestly. Oh, good. Keeps, I'm glad it's doing well. Keep sending them in. Like with all the features, we're going to try and get through all of them. We're going to do this podcast forever and we're going to get through all of them. So keep sending them in, please. But yeah, one line wanders into ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Living with a... Savannah. Savannah. Oi, oi. How you doing? We're How's back. your clock? 
guys, <laughs> guys, we're back. We're back to where we should be. Oh, here not we go. not rocks doing the No, we're back to <laughs> teaching rocks how to talk properly, Whatever. guys. This is a section of the show where we give rocks a word, a very easy word from everyday society, <laughs> and see how badly she pronounces it. <gasps> how very dare you! Are you ready for this week's word, Roxanne? Go on. S t a f f staff. Staff. S mm. Mm, staff. Mm, it's not though, is it? There's no R in it. Staff. 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 No. Staff room. Staff room. I sound like I'm angry or spitting on something. Why? Staff. <laughs> staff. Like staff. it doesn't sound staff. Would, would one staff come to the lobby? Has anyone seen Gina? Is she in the staff room? <laughs> she's got avocado. Hey, hey, Gina, you got the staff room? Yeah. What? No, staff room. Where's Janice? In the staff room. Staff. Staff? <laughs> she's in a caviar in the staff room. No. I don't even eat caviar. Caviar what are you in the bathroom. <laughs> You're such a donut. Staff. 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 What's that? Do you say staff, staff terrier? Yeah. What do you say? Staff terrier. No, you don't. <laughs> I, do. I bet you don't. Do you actually? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Staffister Wolf terrier. Staffy. Yeah. Staffistable terrier. You'd say Starfy. It comes a Starfy. Yeah. No I'll way. Go, oh, look at that Starfy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Look at that Starfy over look there. At that starfy. What a beautiful dog. That wonderful lady has a Starfy. <laughs> She's walking a Starfy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it suddenly makes it sound better. I just choked on my own snort. I mean, it definitely sounds more upper class than going, <laughs> look at her with her staff. Yeah. Oh, here comes the staff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pack of staffs. Rocks, in that one scenario, I'll let you keep staff. <laughs> Only because you love it. Only because I don't want to go for a drive tomorrow round like a field and find somebody with a staffy. Just so you can go, oh, oh what a lovely Starfy. Look at that man walking a Starfy. <laughs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I won then, that one. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> just in that context, though. Just for your entertainment. Just because I absolutely love it. Um, Rox, am I keeping living with a Southerner for next week? or you? No, no, because I'll tell you what, Mark, my DMs have gone off. People have been sending me things that you've been getting wrong. Everyday words that you think are right and are totally had, I wrong. I bet you've had no emails. I have. I I've got a no. word lined up, ready to roll. If you want to drop that beat right now, you could. I've got one. But no, you're not no, going to. I'm going to no, wait till next gonna, week. I'm not going to embarrass you. Uh, oh! I'll let you have a week to work don't it out. Don't make me put my staffies on you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, okay, next week, it'll be back with living with a northerner. 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 Up north. Right. Name that sound. The hardest quiz in the world. All I've e. got written on my page here is excited horse. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, <laughs> I'm confused, if if a little perplexed. Well, this was the sound from last week, guys. 
mate. That's an excited horse, isn't it, eh? That's <laughs> just, a stallion. Just to clarify, if you're new here, <laughs> yeah. I'm playing a sound from a soundboard website. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark's not been in a field this week. <laughs> what is that the sound Could of? Could be like a warthog or a pig, thinking back. So, I think it's a horse. That's a horse noise, that. Roxanne? Yeah? You're wrong. What? It was the sound of a breathing bull. A bull? No, not a ball. Yeah. A bull. Bull. A bull. bull. B-U-L-L. Yeah. It's a bull. Bull. That's the sound of a bull. Sounds like a dodgy bull, that one, love. Well, it sounds like a pig bull, do you know what I mean? <laughs> don't sound big no, enough to be a bull. Oh. It's a bull. That was the bull. Um, no. I didn't see anyone get it right. I went through a lot of emails this week. I didn't see anyone. Uh, lots of different suggestions, but no one said bull. Got a new one for you this but week. A lot of people said excited horse, though, didn't There was they? a lot of horses. There was a lot of pigs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, I didn't see a bull. So, what a load of bull. Um, what a load of bull. So, this week, Sandy, ready? Go on. I think this is a hard one. Oh. Oh. Mixed it up this week. Go on. What the muffin is that? Sounds like um, a running duck by the side of the trench. <laughs> and I feed the ducks with the kids. That's what they sound like when they're like running off with their little wings. Yeah, look, little duck running off with little wings. I reckon that's a running duck. What are they running on? Like a pillow? Oh, yeah, it could be pillow noise. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Mark. This has perplexed me. It's a hard one, isn't That's it? That's very, very, very hard. Could be just someone beating their chest, couldn't it? Oh, yeah. So that's the sound, and rocks. It could just be, Mate, yeah. that's a tit slap. It could, it <laughs> could just be somebody, like, wiping crumbs off of their lap. Oh, Oh, yeah. That could be somebody that's had a, a very flaky sausage roll and they're just getting the crumbs off. Beating your chest? That does sound like beating your chest. I'm going to stick with a happy duck. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Who don't love a little flappy duck? I'm sticking with a flappy duck. You had so many sensible suggestions. I did, and I just went full-scale silly. And she's come happy full circle. Duck. I've gone it's... from an excited horse to a happy flappy duck. A happy duck. duck. Let us know, guys. I think this is a very hard one. So let us know if you know what that is. Um... Happy flappy duck. Sorry, I'm just writing it down. I can see you writing it down. Well done. <laughs> That's it, guys. End oh, of another no! episode. Not again. Over in a flash. <sighs> just when I think I'm warming up. It's the end. There, there we go. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Once again, please, if you haven't voted for us yet at the British Podcast Awards and the Listener's Choice category, please go and do it now. <laughs> um, and we'll see you all next week. And I just want to say thank you to everyone whose messages and says they're walking their dog or they're getting them through their summer holidays or they're listening to this podcast. It means a hell of a lot to us and we appreciate every one of you listening we're gonna play you out with my favorite song of all time of course it's one of my own <laughs> here's one i made earlier dance it off babies Woo! good luck to everyone going back to school this week
I've got to say, one of the small highlights out at school was lunchtime. Lunchtime's always a good I, time. I do, I do miss a school lunch. Oh. If only for the desserts. <laughs> I also, my German teacher used to sell me Mars bars. <laughs> what school did you go to? Honestly, she had a fridge under her desk. She sold me Mars bars. Incredible. She marked them up, though. <laughs> Guys, have a great week.